Hello, this is Chelsea. And this is Ryan. And this is what dreams are made of. Hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. Hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. Open your eyes. This is a dream. Nobody would have heard it, but one of the cats started yelling <laughs> yeah. at Chelsea when she was singing. No, Junie's just on one right now. Look at her. She looks like freaking. Oh yeah. She looks like she's gonna murder me right now. Yeah, she's got a. Uh, she's got <laughs> druggy eyes. They're all dilated and. Yeah, all of a sudden she's really hyped. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, our tenth episode. Yay! One zero. Feels good. 10's like my favorite number. Or growing up when I was young, it was five. And then in volleyball, I had to pick a number for whatever reason for one of the teams I was on. And I couldn't have five. So I picked 10 because, you know, five plus five is 10. Um, and I also just liked 10 is just like a solid, you know, it's just a good number. Anyway, so 10 yeah, ended it's up. called the metric system. <laughs> 10 ended up being my number for many years. And I'm, you know, I was born on the 10th. My graduation year was 2010. So 10's just a great number to me. So after this, all the episodes are going to be shit. I just really wanted for to get sure. to 10. <laughs> yeah. And my number growing up was seven because that's the day my birthday is on. And we already did episode seven. I don't think uh, I was even your, on it, probably. Your golden so. episode. Yeah, so it's all downhill from here for sure. So this is my golden episode? I didn't know that birthdays, people call the, the, the golden birthday stuff. I have no idea I'd what you're never, talking about. I never heard of that until a few years ago. It's like if you're born, so your birthday is on the seventh, right? Golden girls? Yeah, so really it's referencing... <laughs> Dude, I love Golden Girls. Sorry, I'm checking something. You were on episode seven. It was Jack of All Trades. That was, it was with Mr. Pettis. episode. Mr. Pettis' episode. <laughs> okay. No, the golden birthday means... By the way, Ryan's birthday was two days ago. Yay! Happy birthday to yeah. you. We typically Happy record that night, and we did it. Yeah, we were supposed to record two nights ago. Happy birthday Yeah, we pushed it off because for my birthday, Ryan. I wanted to ride my dirt bike. So <laughs> I was pre- preparing to be a bro on the day of my actual birthday. And then the next day, I went full bro. <laughs> And took my dirt bike to the track. Yeah. Yeah. So we were supposed to record and we were thinking about doing it still. And then it was just, it was going to be tough. So I gave him a break. I told him he was allowed to have the night off. Mm -hmm. Um, At least with podcasts, he still did shit. But okay. Anyways, point is you're not letting me finish. The golden birthday, or actually I interrupted myself. Yeah, you really did. Your golden birthday was when you turned seven because that's what they call that. So it's like. If your birthday is it's like on one of the my parents got divorced. That's bullshit. Oh, I thought you were six. At somewhere around there. Okay, so you were fine. See, it was already done when you were seven. They were already done. <laughs> so that was that was my tuna. <laughs> parents got divorced at six. Next year, I was just firing on all cylinders again with my golden birthday. What the fuck. <laughs> no, you were probably really sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you were probably really sad. Laughs her ass off. <laughs> I just realizing. That's so funny. You were probably so depressed. No, I'm just laughing that 
I'm not laughing that that's <laughs> that you were sad. Chelsea <laughs> also laughs bad. anytime anybody trips. Yeah, you get really mad at me now. We're past the point of where you think it's funny with me. You get very yeah. upset. Yeah, for sure. Also, she laughs her ass off when I'm when I'm reading to Cooper and I fumble the words. She yeah, fucking giggles her ass off. Too. Who cares? It's funny. <laughs> I. It's funny. It's endearing to me. I told you that about you messing up because you know you're like 38 now. Endearing and is you like mess- a oh cute. That's it not is. What you, you're fucking laughing like the person in front of you whoever tripped or stumbled on their words is pathetic no no i think it's cute that you are kind of bad at reading <laughs> i'm super bad at reading yeah it's something that's i like about you because you're very 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 good and very smart with like everything else in the world <laughs> but you're bad at that and it's need cute to, need to knock me down a peg where did I get this from? Why am I like this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anytime Ryan trips at all here, I cannot contain myself. It's, I actually have to try really hard to not laugh now. And then he gets like more mad because he sees me trying to not laugh. And I'm <laughs> or when you choke, you get mad when I laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> you get like, mad at anything that I laugh at now. I'm like, much l- less mad about the choking thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, well, I hope you had a good birthday. Yeah, it was sick. It was okay. Yeah. I had pie. I'm. I rode my dirt bike. Yeah, the pie was cool. I had a little sliver, and then the next day I went to yeah see where it was, and it was completely gone. Ryan ate it all in the yeah less than a day. Yeah. No, he does that though. I didn't really care. Ryan's got a sweet tooth. I don't. Um, so sweets are around. Ryan is on it. I do math and science and angles and stuff for work. You know. So oh I'm hoping people will, will trust that what I'm saying is honest. <laughs> Chelsea had roughly one sixteenth of the pie, <laughs> and I had all the rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In two sittings. Yeah, yeah, just two sittings. It was incredible. Um, but like I said, I've seen him do that a lot, so it's not really impressive anymore. I'm just, yeah, oh, okay, the pie is gone. Yeah, it makes sense. Ryan wanted some pie. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Um, and it was my birthday pie. Yeah, so, you yeah know, it was your special of, pie. You should have, like, mm-hmm. you know, a license to. Yeah, no, totally. That's why I didn't have any expectations to. I wasn't even planning on eating the slice that I did. I just did kind of just to eat with you on your birthday, but. Um, that's not really my thing, like sweets like that. But anyway, let's get started. I'm actually really excited about this episode. I took very detailed notes. Um, yeah, it's called Election. Mm-hmm. And yeah. This episode reminds me of so many things that I hate. Oh. Yeah. I just, I mean, me too, but I don't know. I'm I gonna just try to it's be so... fun with it, but it makes me mad. Yeah, at, I totally at, get you. The rest of the world. No, like, I get the it. Yeah, it's fine. I yeah, I think they do it well. What they're trying to get across, and I think you know what I mean. Like, I think it's anyway. We'll get there, but I don't know. I think it's um, I think they're trying to be kind of like throw some jabs at like you know real oh, yeah. like real world you know politics and stuff. And so I think it's yeah. cool that they did that in this tv show this middle school or you know the tv show i just think it's great um well it's funny watching like all these different kids programs now 
in realizing all the super adult and yeah. like very specific stuff that's in there. Mm-hmm. Like we just watched an episode of Rugrats that was about unionizing mm-hmm. because of like, you know, oh um, yeah, you know, bosses being skeezy and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and Augies. yeah, I know some of our closest friends are going through yeah, the, the exact same thing. Yeah. If Augie's is the Angelica, you know, you're in a bad spot. Like you're, you suck if you're the Angelica in this situation. Yeah. But this episode of mm-hmm. Rugrats from the nineties, like, right, right. like completely mirrored, like what our friends are going through in real life. Yeah. Um, but you know, they were also taking hardcore jabs. At, oh uh, yeah at you know certain types of employers and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it's just funny that they do that stuff on kids programs all the I time i know yeah i know and the yeah they're fucking babies <laughs> yeah, they're literally they're, babies and it's it's pretty badass though i was literally just thinking i i'm like maybe when lizzie ends we have to cover rugrats because rugrats actually there's so many good episodes <laughs> that i'm impressed with that they you know did that at that time that's what i say a lot too i'm like surprised for the time that they were bold with some of their choices. Like we just watched the mother's day episode, which I now decided I want to watch every mother's day uh, for myself. It's the regrets mother's day episode. And it's the first time you realize you, they tell you what happened to Chucky's mom. Um, it's a heavy episode actually because of that, or just feels yeah. it's sad. I cry a lot. I've watched it like several times already and cry. Uh, I had to hold Cooper and just cry with while I was holding him. Um, but uh yeah there's a scene where betty is breastfeeding her twins and it's badass like they just show that you know what i mean like i just feel like that was kind of risky i mean i feel like now here in 2020 people are still trying to normalize breastfeeding you know Mm -hmm. like and it was just kind of cool to me that rugrats was like fuck it you know she's breastfeeding and she's a badass mom she's breastfeeding both her twins two at once yeah which is crazy okay anyways good television (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah election um, all right, so I'm just going to get started. I'm going to try not to be too crazy, but like I said, I did write detailed notes because, like I said, this episode is really kind of bold with what they do and what they say, so I didn't want to mess up some of the things that they say. All right, so we're opening a school, and they're in the cafeteria, and the camera's on Kate and Claire saying hi to everyone. Um, like, hi, how are you? Nice to meet you. Like, you kind of hear them doing that, going around all the tables saying hi. And then the you know camera goes to Lizzie and Miranda, and they're suspicious of this. They're like, "What is going on? You know, <laughs> like why would, um, why would they be saying hi to everyone?" And Lizzie is like, "She is talking to the Dorkestra." <laughs> and then Miranda says, "She must have lost a dare." And then Gordo comes up. He says, "This just in: Claire is running for president." So they're all bummed about this. Once he says that. They say it's unfair. She's only going to win because she's popular. And then, you know, kind of as they're complaining about this, then Miranda looks over and sees that Larry Tudgman is eating worms. Um, she's like, guys, like, what is Larry doing? And Gordo says uh, he's running for class president, too, and he'll eat a worm for every vote. Something like that. Um, Just brilliant campaign strategy. Yeah, I was like, you know, that's effed, but I mean okay it's middle school um yeah <laughs> it makes sense yeah my thing is like i'd just be pissed if people told me they were gonna vote for me, because that's not a guarantee and then they didn't after all that but anyways whatever um <laughs> i'd be worried about that i do think it's funny that miranda's like you know that's kind of desperate not to mention gross and lizzie's like and very unfair to those worms i'm Poor like yeah worms. girl yeah that's how i felt about that. <laughs> yeah and he is eating the worms up front you know oh yeah yeah somebody with common sense would say 
to your point, I'm not going to eat the worms until I get your vote. But he's just eating them. Yeah, no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think I like worms. I'm one of those people that's kind of weird about all life, including like weird insects and shit. I almost picked up a worm the other day and handed it to Cooper so that he could see like that I care about the worm. But he did see me save the worm. I decided not to give it to him because I didn't know. I was a little worried about the worm. Yeah. He doesn't really know these things. Yeah. And so I I let him like watch me move it from the sidewalk back to the dirt because it was kind of flopping on the sidewalk and I felt bad for it and it was hot. So it seemed to be happy, like tucked itself into the dirt. So (sighs) yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, so then Gordo is bummed about the options, you know, being Claire or Tudgeman. He asks why nobody normal runs like one of them. Um, and Miranda's like, one of us, like, are you feeling okay? Um, Gordo says it can work. And then I wrote down this quote. He says, we're not popular, but we don't need to be. We're the normals. There are more of us than there are of them. If we could just get everyone to vote for a normal candidate, we could win. And Miranda says, you think? And inner Lizzie is like, has a red bandana thing on her, tied in her head. And she's like, yeah, let's overthrow the ruling. I think she says powers. So with the really bad. I don't know what she says, but it's funny to me. I don't know. But isn't that like the heart cry of every major election? I would just wish somebody normal would win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they never do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those people don't make it because they're just not like... You got to eat worms or you got to right? be an a-hole. Right, yeah. Okay, so then Gordo says like, you know, after all this, he's like, I nominate you, Lizzie McGuire, for president, you know, saying she's normal. Miranda agrees. She's like, yeah, you're like so totally normal and stupid. But anyways, and Miranda's like, you could be the voice of the people. So Lizzie says she'll do it. She'll run for class president. So as I was happening, because Lizzie's kind of happy thinking about this now and in her head pops up. It's like animated or inner Lizzie, her head next to, what is that called? Those? Oh, uh, Mount Rushmore. What, Mount Rushmore, all the presidents up there. Yeah. And then inner Lizzie's head is like next to them. And then inner Lizzie says, I don't have a good feeling about this. And then her head like cracks and falls off the rocks. Which is is really weird thing they do the whole episode because inner Lizzie right. basically the entire time is like, you know, I want to stop or this mm-hmm. isn't going well or whatever. But actual Lizzie just n- never shows that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. So now after the opening credits, uh, we're home. Lizzie runs into the kitchen to pour herself a bowl of cereal. And the dad is like, our daughter, the voice of the people. Um, and he says he was president of the audiovisual club. And they, I just had to write this down, that they show a picture of him from what is obviously Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, his name tag, even in the picture, says Lewis, which is no what way. his name is in the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, really? They didn't, I guess they didn't, I don't know, didn't think about that or didn't have the tools. They probably had the tools had to edit that tools. out. Okay, whatever. Yes, they did. So, well, they did not, though. So. Star Trek Next Generation was rocking CGI okay. before this crap. Yeah. Or they could have just literally just sharpied that shit on like fucking inner Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I just saw this funny because they're obviously trying to show that like, oh, the dad was a nerd. And so they picked that picture because that's probably the only time they have like a picture of him like that. But I just thought it was funny. It's like, this is clearly from Revenge of the Nerds. Um, anyways, and the mom says, like, I knew you were destined for greatness the day you were born. I'm gifted that way. Just like I knew that Richard guy on Survivor was going to win. <laughs> Is this a thing that people knew about? I never watched that show. 
I watched, I think, the first season. Did Richard win? I don't know. I don't remember. It was a long, long, long time ago. That might have been the season. I liked that season. I heard it's a really good show in general. But okay, anyways. So, okay. So, the B story. I was going to kind of touch on this. Did you want to talk about it? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Matt is scamming his parents for crap by telling them that he has an imaginary friend. We're not supposed to know that he's scamming yet. That is... Uh, Just talk about the imaginary friend first, because it's funny like that. No, it's never funny. <laughs> the B story is 99% never uh, funny. So I just I just gave everybody the beginning and the end in one basic sentence. He's scamming his parents by pretending he has an imaginary friend. That's all you're going to say about it? That's the beginning and the end. Okay. Yeah, the parents are bummed. And, and my synopsis of the B story is just as funny as the B story. No, no. I think it's actually kind of funny his imaginary friend is named jasper which (laughs) i think is so weird (laughs) anyway um okay so the phone rings uh lizzie says it's probably gordo so she says she'll take it upstairs okay so lizzie's in her room talking to miranda and gordo on the phone saying she can't believe she's running for class president and against claire and gordo says well you may not have her talent and you may not have her charm uh, she does have that great smile. And <laughs> Gordo getting shamelessly basic. He does this. Does, I know. I'm actually regularly. Yeah, we just said it like the last episode together. He's like into these girls that he also hates. But see, that's the thing that is almost kind of like you appreciate about the show that they're. That's the thing is that Kate and Claire are supposed to be the hot, popular girls, and so I kind of like that they make it to where even Gordo he thinks they're hot, he thinks they're whatever, you know what I mean? So it's like I mean they are supposed to be the hot, popular, you know what I mean? Like obviously people think that they are, whether you think they're an asshole, you know that's another thing, but that doesn't mean he doesn't think they're like good looking, and you know. Anyways, I think it's kind of funny how shameless they are about like that with him. Yeah, that's a real thing. Yeah, it's like there's plenty of attractive people that are awful that you hate, right? Like it's like. Yeah. So many times it's like, oh, that person's hot, but I would never, they're the worst. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or I've never used the word, I don't use the word hot regularly, but you know what I mean? So I think that's hilarious. I wanted to include him talking about Claire. And anyways, and Lizzie cuts him off. She's like, yeah, yeah, Gordo, I get the point. And he's so pleased with himself <laughs> when he, that, that's the thing. And I know. she has that smile and he's just like <laughs> so psyched. Which is hilarious because the whole episode he's trying to get Lizzie to, you know, fight her on this election. But anywho. So he says, look, people want to see a change, and that's why you can win. And Miranda says, and when he says see a change, he doesn't mean Claire's wardrobe. She's the only girl at school who reaccessorizes between classes. And Lizzie says, got it. See you guys at school. And I always was like, got what? Like, what the? That conversation was like two seconds, and you guys didn't say anything that crazy other than people want to see change. That's all they say. And Lizzie's like, got it see you at school but i will say that i now that i've watched this episode several times leading up to this there is like a trend where they keep saying the change thing like want to see a change and that's Mm -hmm. like her thing and then that plays into kind of how she gets shitty but anyways okay so when lizzie hangs up she says this is so west wing which i don't get do you get that it was a show i guess okay all right so uh, now they're at school and be- like they're in the hall or before you see Lizzie Miranda and Gordo come into the hallway, it's 
uh, Larry's like looking at his worms with people and you know showing them like you know acting like people are like talking to him about the worms how many he's gonna eat blah blah yeah, blah yeah they're bartering yeah 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 that's what, worms. It, <laughs> that's what it is I was <laughs> like what's the worm <laughs> uh, um okay so and as this is happening then you see you know Miranda go to Lizzie walk in and you know Lizzie tells Miranda the posters look great um, the, pro- the posters say McGuire's on fire and there's like flames and Gordo says they're prog non-specific Claire's are all made out of footballs and pom-poms original but alienating <laughs> we're off to a good start <laughs> I was like I had to write that down I was like what? Yeah, I know. Uh, it's clutch Gordo <laughs> I know I know I just love how yeah he's just so on it and that's just stuff I would have never thought about um but no, I totally remember this. I and I'll probably get to a little more of these stories a little bit later. But I was in ASB and I ran for things, um, and I had to make posters. I remember it being like posters were such like a big deal. You had to really like, if you really wanted people to catch people's eyes, you made like a lot and you made big ones and you got them everywhere. You know, and usually people would we would actually always make everyone would get to make like one huge like you'd buy like a sheet, like a twin bed sheet and you would paint on it and hang them over the like i forget what it's called but in the lunchtime area everyone could see them hanging that's bananas yeah yeah it was like a big deal how you did the that stuff yeah so i remember putting a lot of time into my posters and that shit yeah um, chelsea on belsey i don't remember what my thing was i wish i remember but i had some i said something but i didn't say yeah i don't know i don't remember but I put some funny pictures of myself. Morris, she's for us. Oh, that would have been cute. Damn, I should have been your yeah, campaign manager. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I might have won that year. I did not win junior year. I won senior year. You didn't have a Gordo or a Raiji. No, yeah. I was on my own. Okay, so... All right, and then Lizzie says... Because, like, Gordo says, we're off to a good start. And Lizzie says, well... She's like, yeah, but, you know... Is Larry serious about those worms, though? You know? She's looking at him doing his worm thing. And Gordo says, Larry is all about shocking people. And he says, to think of him as Marilyn Manson to your Britney Spears. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then they cut to split screen of Tudgeman looking like Marilyn yeah. Manson and, you know, sticking out clip. his tongue and okay, being yeah. awesome. And then, yeah. An old a, clip of a hand me down. It's from Picture Day. Uh-huh. Yeah. From when she, yeah, talked about looking like Britney Spears. Okay, so then Kate and Claire roll up on them. And yeah, Claire's being a dick, saying she thinks it's cute. Lizzie thinks she has a chance against her. And this whole time that Claire's saying stuff, Kate keeps going like, loser. Like a loser. And keeps doing the L sign. Yeah. And um, by the way, Kate was having a bad hair day. What? She I thought saying, she was cute. No, it was frizzy AF. They were trying to make her look like professional like in a businesswoman kind of outfit and yeah she's wearing like a purple suit or yeah. something but and then which is kind of funny because claire's wearing her cheer outfit but yeah but it must have been windy outside i'm just saying whatever i thought she, she missed some details yeah so then when yeah they're doing this gordo says lizzie mcguire is the voice of the people and there are more of us than there are of you which makes her the voice of a winner that's what Lizzie always says. And Lizzie's like, I do, Tim. And he says, you will. It's all in the speech I wrote for you. And hands her a paper. Yeah, so Gordo is now her handler, mm-hmm. which starts to get yucky. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just like why didn't he just run because it was his whole like idea and he's normal too he says one of us is like normal but anyways okay so um and then claire puts her hand in his face and i think it's hilarious because miranda's like she's giving you the hand <laughs> i totally did that to people did you do that to people uh no but i remember that being a serious thing yeah, at some point like, in my life yeah give them the hand oh yeah and which then you is, say, talk to the hand, because the face didn't understand. Which is so <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway. Coral gave me the hand a lot. I was like a little three, four-year-old. Yeah. I felt like I got a lot of that. Like, yeah. Okay, anyway. Did you sit on her? No. I don't know. Okay. So then, you know, after Gordo says that, Claire gives him the hand. Then Claire, talking to Lizzie, says... Bottom line, I'm popular and you're not, so I win. And then Gordo encourages Lizzie to fight back. He's like, remember our conversation this morning? Like, you know, whatever, say something. So then Lizzie, like, you know, thinks about it for a second. And then she says, let me tell you something, little Miss Claire, which project? Then Miranda's like, ooh, good one. <laughs> and then she says, I may not be cheerleader captain, and I may not be yearbook editor, and I may not sit in the cool part of the cafeteria, but people want to see change. And no, 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 I'm not talking about your wardrobe. And then Kate and Claire give each other like shocked looks when she says that. And Miranda's like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Lizzie says, so laugh all you want to now, because by the end of this thing, you'll be crying <laughs> and they walk away uh and G- gordo's proud you can tell in the background i think inner lizzie says something like who is that oh that was me yeah but all of lizzie's salt was basically just repeating what gordo and why can't i remember her name miranda gordo miranda said on the phone that yeah, morning that's what i was saying she the just copied thing. them yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay so then veruca comes up and she has a funky hairstyle with like i'm only saying that because kind of comes up again later but it's kind of a coolio yeah they do like a yeah anyway so she comes up and tells lizzie that she thought it was cool the way she stood up to claire and that she has the votes of the mathletes because she's a mathlete and gordo when she walks away and lizzie says like thank you and is really happy about that so then veruca walks away and gordo says like that's nine votes and then inner lizzie's like they like me they really like me <laughs> all right so now campaigning starts and that's when it's politics as usual you're probably betting that in the i don't know you rocked it okay okay so that's playing Who did that the whole song? time it was like huey lewis in the news or something i have no idea all right so they're in the school courtyard um, and students are carrying signs that say, be nice, don't slice. And they have like frogs on them. And Lizzie's giving a speech saying that frog dissection should be um, optional. And like they, the students should be able to practice their free will to not, you know, do that, to part- not participate. And they should be able to write a paper instead. And she's like hollering all this. It's like a very enthusiastic, you know, speech. And she says, my plan is to find a better way. And for that, I need your involvement. I think that's what she says. Yeah, your involvement. And she says, friends and fellow students, I think it's my time to ask. Not what your student government can do for you. Ask what you can do for your student government. And everyone's like cheering. And Gordo and Miranda are in the far background. 
And Miranda's like, great speech. And Gordo says, thanks, I wrote it. And he's like all proud about it. <laughs> okay, so it's a different day. Lindsay's handing out flyers to everyone in the hallway. And Gordo's like talking to her the whole time while she's doing this. And he's like, you need to be like a... He's basically saying you need to... Or he says, all eyes are going to be on you. Everything you do now. So he says, you know, if you're talking to if you're in this club you speak spanish if you're in this club you do this if you're you know he's giving her all these pointers and so as this is happening they walk by a bully grabbing another kid and saying like give me your lunch money you little twerp <laughs> and Lou's like what do i do <laughs> and he hands her his cost of lunch speech he like has like these little note cards he's like here the cost of lunch speech and hands it to her yeah, because that's what's motivating the bully, right? I guess, yeah. Um, and he shoves, yeah, and then he shoves her over to them, and he's like, you know, basically telling her to be confident here, you know, gives her the speech. So while the kid, while the bully is like, you know, checking the kid's pockets and just searching him and being kind of a dick, she's like trying to talk to him the whole time, and she's like kind of reading the note cards, and she's saying if he votes for her, she'll do something about the cost of lunch being too high. And he's like, can you hold on a second? And then gives the kid a big wedgie. And then he's like, you were saying when that's done. And then she's like, walk with me and puts her arm around him and grabs him. <laughs> yeah. So does anything else happen with bully kid? No. Cause this, this whole scene just does not compute. Why? Cause this bully is being an asshole to some kid stealing his money and then giving him a wedgie. And at the end of the scene, Lizzie is being buddy buddy with the bully. Yeah, I mean it's like the exact opposite of the whole thing, like being a voice for the people. Like does it, well, does, it doesn't I mean, come back if it's around? True, if it's true that he's doing that shitty stuff because he can't afford lunch, then it's like how is she supposed to appeal to him? She's not going to be mean to him for doing that, you know. Or I think that's not a way to get his vote, and if. Not that she needs to cater to bullies, but it's like if he is actually in a disadvantage where he doesn't have money or maybe his parents don't give him money or whatever, and he's being mean to other kids and she has an opportunity, like, yeah, maybe she has to be nice to him. Maybe she has to get, you know what I mean? But maybe her action of being cool to him and trying to get his vote and then change that stuff then would trickle down and he wouldn't do that shit to the other kids and they'd be good. They don't indicate that that kid is poor at all i'm just trying to Doesn't say that same kid like show up as a bully shows in other episodes yes. so he's just a prick he's a bully and definitely and she definitely loses the vote of the kid that got the wedgie okay yeah i don't know i mean i always liked that scene because i thought it was cool that she is i don't know i guess i just I didn't think of it the way you're thinking of it. I'm thinking of the way I just explained, you know. But, yeah, it doesn't come back around, and I don't really know. Um, but if they had indicated at all that that kid actually was just hard up on money, right, right. then it would make sense. But they don't. He's yeah. just being an a-hole. He is. He's totally, yeah, for sure. Okay, so politics song is playing. It's politics as usual. It's the same old, same old. <laughs> yeah. So that's playing still, and now they're back to, like, kind of, you know, fast-paced stuff. So Miranda's handing out posters. She's like, McGuire's on fire. Vote for Lizzie, voice of the people. And she's handing out flyers. 
And while she's like, as she walks by and she's doing this in the camera pans to these football players going, go, 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 go. And Larry's eating worms uh, Mm -hmm. for them. (laughs) Um, So, and then now we see like a sequence of Lizzie in different groups. Um, And she's speaking the, I don't know, different languages, even though it's the same group, same. Yeah outfit scene with Wait, all of is, them is it the the foreign exchange club yeah that's maybe the thing. yeah yeah that's what i think it it's, is yeah. it's not like a language club no because it's the no. same kids and yes. she's like she says Hola. french and then yeah, spanish and then what's the third one she says shalom shalom okay and so. she bows yeah and so that's what i think it's a foreign language club thing but but yeah and foreign exchange foreign exchange club yeah mm-hmm. and so Anyway, so it cuts to her doing those, like, saying, and Gordo's holding the, like, signs of the languages, like, behind her, or in front of her, behind them. And then this was saying was weird. She has what I think are Princess Leia buns in another club. But they're blonde. They're blonde, though, so Ryan doesn't think that, but whatever. she's standing amongst Trekkies. She's standing amongst people who are wearing clearly, like, Star Trek shirts, like, uniforms. You know what I mean? I just want to throw that out there. But And then there's, like, and then, then there's a shot of her with the mathlete. So she has her hair and the, like, same hairstyle as that girl did earlier. Coolio. Is that... What are you saying? I don't... Is that the name of the hairstyle? It was a rapper. He had... It was kind of like, yeah, it was like uh, Veruca. Okay. Um, Except Veruca's a redhead. Yeah. Freckle person. Okay. Thank you for those details. Um, (laughs) Okay. With glasses. Okay, so, all right, so now it's a different day. They're walking into the cafeteria, and Gordo's proud of himself for being right that they can beat the popular kids. And Lizzie's like, I guess I really am the voice of the people. And she's starting to get a little, you can tell in the tone of her voice right there, she's getting a little cocky. And Miranda reminds her that she hasn't won yet and Tudgeman isn't far behind. And then they talk about how Claire hasn't infiltrated. Mm -hmm. uh, They talk about how Claire hasn't infiltrated the drama club yet. And Miranda says, but they're second tier popular. So they're going to vote for Claire. And then Lizzie says, not if I can get them to vote for me. Uh, and then so Gordo is instantly giving her a pep talk on how she can approach. He calls them the drama groupies. He says mm. that multiple times. But Miranda and Lizzie say the drama club. But um, And as he's saying this, Lizzie's like, I got this, Gordo. And he's he says, Lizzie McGuire, you've become everything I hoped for and more. A chameleon changing uh he says, changing colors whenever necessary at precisely the right moment. It scares me how good you are. You know, I had to really think about this whole second tier popular, popular thing. drama club <laughs> yeah. thing. Because I was just thinking back to, we, we didn't have drama club or, you know, plays or anything like that in middle school. But in high school, we did. Mm-hmm, and yeah. so there was obviously a drama, you know, theater crew. And I was mm-hmm. like, second tier popular? And the thing where I got mixed up was thinking about cool versus popular because it was really obvious like and it was just what everybody thought that the drama club was not cool but they were also very charismatic and very likable so they were kind of popular you know it was like a whole crew of like the token weirdos that everybody just happens to love you know i was gonna say it's yeah so i was like okay i get it i'm with you on on that point second tier popular popular. for sure they're like third or fourth tier cool yeah but definitely second tier popular mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So after Gordo says that thing about her being a chameleon and blah, 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 in her Lizzie says, somehow that doesn't sound better than swallowing worms. <laughs> okay, so Lizzie's excited that she's going to go hang with the drama club. Um, Miranda reminds her that she can't because she promised she would hang with the foreign exchange club. Um, Lizzie's being a brat. Oh, I think I have. Oh, I wrote it down. She says, tell them I've been campaigning so hard and I need time to catch up on my homework. And Miranda says, but that would be a lie. And Lizzie says, you call it a lie. I call it politics. And then in real Lizzie's like, no, Miranda's right. It's a lie. <laughs> and they both go, Gordo. And Gordo says, the drama club is a very influential group, Miranda. If Lizzie is seen with them at lunch, there's no telling how many more votes we'll get. Who she's seen with is very important. And Miranda says, but you've known about this lunch since yesterday. And then Lizzie says, see, I told you, it's politics. So I want to include that conversation because it's brutal. Yeah, it's pretty yucky. Well, yeah. And Gordo's saying, like, who she's seen with, like, matters. And, you know, yeah. So I was just wanting to write that down because I thought, yeah. Yeah, this, this is one of the parts of this episode that gets me all angsty and bummed out. You yeah. Because essentially mm-hmm. she starts using politics to rub elbows with you know the higher social class mm-hmm. which is like ew yucky no yeah this part is a bummer so then lizzie says like you know gordo or whatever says hollers at him and instantly he slides her over some sunglasses he had in his pocket on the table and she puts them on and some cool music is playing i guess and as she's putting them on, he comes over and grabs a leather jacket that appears out of nowhere from behind her and puts on a leather jacket um, on her. Yeah. And she's like, later. Because the entire drama club is wearing oh, yes. leather jackets. Sorry, I guess I should have said that. Sunglasses inside, mm-hmm. but also like black shirts. Yes. And some of them are All wearing black, black berets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, she's kind of jumping yes. on with the jacket and the glasses, but she's wearing a green shirt. So yeah. she's not like quite totally. Yeah, I've, yeah, I should have pointed that out. The drama club has a very distinct look, and they all just, yeah, the all black sunglasses, always sunglasses, always the leather jackets. So, Imran's like, what has gotten into her? And Gordo's like, I don't know, but it's making me all tingly inside, and he's like smiling. <laughs> uh, Gordo cracks me up this episode. Um, he does and he doesn't. I love him this episode, and I hate him this episode, but... <laughs> Okay, so B story happens, and yeah, I guess I won't say. We covered it all. Okay, yeah. All right, so now after the B story, uh, Lizzie, Miranda, and Gordo are at the Digital Bean, which is the first time we see the Digital Bean, or that's in the show now, which is the coffee shop, you yeah. know? Otherwise known as an internet cafe, which mm, yeah, no yeah. longer exists. Really? Is that like a thing that happened? Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, then iPhones happened and everybody had the internet in their pocket. So where the fuck would you go to an internet cafe? Weird. I totally didn't know that. Okay. So yeah, they're at the Digital Bean. Um, So Lizzie and Miranda are sitting at the table. Gordo comes over and hands Lizzie a drink. She's pissed. It's apple juice from Concentrate. Um, Says she wanted it fresh squeezed, which I said lol here in my notes. Yeah, Gordo corrects her that you don't squeeze apples. (laughs) You core and crush them. Says core, peel, and crush them. Yeah. And then she's like, fine, I'll drink it. (laughs) And he's like, no, no, you know, you've been campaigning so hard and blah, blah, blah. And 
And then he says, well, at least his heart is tudging over there. Um, which, again, I'm only saying this because, again, this is like a theme that comes up in multiple parts of the episode where they always kind of point out Tudgeman and his, like, mm-hmm. where he's at. You know what I mean? And so, anyway, so I want to say that. Tudgeman's so, putting in honest oh, yeah, work for he this is, whole thing. He is. So he says, like, what do you want instead of the apple juice? And she looks around and she sees the drama club and they all have coffee. So she looks at him and she's like, coffee, three creams. And... Um, Gordo loves it. He says it's yeah. sophisticated. It's edgy. Yeah. Yeah, he likes it. So he gets up to go get it for her. And then Miranda's like, since when are you on the bean? And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Lizzie's like, <laughs> she's like, the drama club's drinking coffee, so I'm drinking coffee. Um, yeah, coffee-related phrases that I've never heard anybody <laughs> say in real life. You're on the bean or I'm in for a bump of coffee. Oh, I've never yeah. actually heard anybody say that in mm-hmm. real life. I know. Maybe I should start saying that, though. Like, you're on the bean again <laughs> every time you get coffee. Um, and then she says, like, and why, are you, why is Gordo taking your drink, order, drink orders? And Lizzie says, like, uh, because Gordo understands. I can't stand in line with everyone. And Miranda says, are you like Claire's twin or something? <laughs> And Lizzie says, things are changing. You really ought to try to keep up. And Miranda says, oh, I can. I'm just choosing not to. And she gets up to leave. Um, And as she's leaving, Gordo's coming back. And she tells him, like, good job. You know, I think she says, Dr. Frankenstein. She says, you created a monster. And she's leaving. And anyway, so Gordo comes to the table with the coffee. And he's like, oh, she'll come around. Telling Lizzie that. And he gives her the coffee. And... She spits it out uh, instantly. She says she asked for three creams and it tastes like two. Um, and he says he'll get another one. Yeah, so then he leaves and then she's looking at the drama group and makes eye contact with one of them and, you know, waves all happily to them, which I was surprised that she waves all like happily and says, call me, gestures call me. Because the whole thing that Gordo says to her the whole time is like, you can't smile to the drama groupies. They don't like smiling. You have to be like, okay, anyways. I just thought it was funny. I was like, she's not handling the... I totally missed that. Yeah. So, inner Lizzie, looking like Frankenstein now. She's like, okay, ready to change back now. Ready. A little help here. Oh, it's too late. I'm alive. (laughs) (laughs) So, next day at school, Gordo approaches Miranda, asking why she wasn't at the debate. He uh, he says um, how Lizzie looked the most normal... So everyone loved her because Claire did like a cheer thing and kicked Larry's bowl of worms or bucket of worms over. So everyone thought that they were looking all, you know, out of sorts. Who does he say cried? One of them cried. Was it Maybe Claire. Oh, now I don't remember. Um, Because I think she got like worms on her. So she like was bummed out. Mm. And then Miranda, she explains why she's bummed. And she says... And she says, Lizzie's become a monster and it's your fault. She says to Gordo, he's like, my fault. And he's like, Lizzie's not a monster. She's a politician. Again, I think a jab at the real world politicians here. (laughs) Yeah. I kind of wonder who they're really saying the bad guy is. Fake ass politicians that are just trying to get ahead for themselves or their handlers. Because like. Who's mm. the real villain in this story? True, true. Is it, yeah. is it Lizzie Maybe, well, or both. is it Gordo? I mean, both. 
it's like lizzie's letting him like he's doing his thing and she i don't know yeah i don't know because they kind of make lizzie a pawn right right true true like she's along for the ride yeah. and she just kind of like gets into it and she gets yuckier and yuckier yeah. um yeah anyway this stuff mm-hmm. makes me angsty so yeah he says lizzie's not a monster she's a politician and miranda says you're right my bad if a politician is someone who lies to people and bosses her friends around, then you're right. This is a real politician. Brutal. <laughs> and Cordell says he gets her point and he'll talk to Lizzie and he'll get her back on track. So now we see him talking to Lizzie and he's trying to tell her to go back to doing what she was doing before with campaigning, you know, going talking to the different clubs and hanging out with all those people. And anyways, and Lizzie says, no. And she says she'll look a lot more appealing if she ha- if she's hanging with the drama club over the Dorchestra. And she says something like, didn't you say I am the voice of the people? And he's like, uh, yeah. And she's like, and didn't you say that I need to, you know, I don't know. She's saying that. And then she says like, wouldn't I look more, a, a lot more appealing if I'm hanging with the drama club over the Dorchestra? And she's like waving her hands like a scale. It's so funny that they chose the drama club As like the to be the one thing that like the audience would relate to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're the ticket. Like the <laughs> drama club, for sure. It's not like anybody else or not even like, you know, there's no other second tier popular group right. that gets introduced. Yeah. And so she leaves him, goes to the drama club table. Gordo's obviously bummed. And as she's walking away, he's like, actually, Lizzie, you're not that appealing at all. Um, and then Miranda comes up to him. She's like, how'd it go? And, you know, he says that she was right and that he created a monster. <laughs> B story. This is when the mom catches Matt in his lie. Mm-hmm. All right. Politics as usual. Mm-hmm. They really, you they know, love that they song. paid for that song. Yeah, they, they were like, the hell we're, out of it you know, this episode. they were like, yeah, use this hell out of the song. <laughs> okay. Anyways. So while the song's playing now, voting's happening. Yeah, we see people submitting their ballots. Okay, so now the students are in the like in a room waiting for the results. And Gordo and Miranda walk in, and Gordo's like, not only did I create a monster, I put her in office. Because <laughs> they assume that she's going to win. Um, yeah, and so the girl who's like, I love being your you know, class president, and I'm no, super she says, sad. I really, really, really. She says really, really, so really. So many times, yeah. Yeah, every single time. Yeah. So then she announces who wins, and she says... Larry Tudgman and everyone's like and it's funny because she shocked. likes she like starts crying about it she's like yeah. super bummed yeah. that, that he's kind of like, <laughs> takes her place yeah take it take it on so yeah when she's about to announce Claire and Lizzie stand up and Larry actually just stays sitting down because I think he assumes he lost he's looking bummed yeah but, but they also said that he was like feeling sick because he's been eating worms yeah yeah true true so Lizzie and Claire are shocked and they sit back down and Larry is kind of surprised doesn't even know yet and then people like nudge him and he gets up so he runs up there all excited and and he's so cute i know he's so cute how pumped he is i know it's very cute um tudgman becomes like a highlight of this show yeah character yeah yeah his his introduction is a a bum out but like later on he's awesome but this is like the first time i feel like they like let him loose and you get to see his personality he's so cute i know i know i know i like him Sometimes he's annoying, though. I'm going to say that. Oh, for sure. But, yeah, okay. So then he's like, even though I had to eat worms for you guys to notice me as your class president, I won't let you down. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then he's like about to leave. And then he comes back and he says, one more thing. Jar Jar Binks rules. And then all the Star Trek people in their Star Trek shirts stand up and cheer. And we're like, what? Yeah. What the hell is happening here? He says, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Rules. What? Cringe. is, Is that... Is it a slight at Star Wars fans? Is it that, hey, we're super into Star Trek, so I'm going to take a dig at Star Wars fans? Jar Jar Binks rules. Is that it? Or is like the writers just really being so sloppy that, one, they assume that anybody likes Jar Jar Binks, (laughs) and two, that the Star Trek, the Trekkies in the campus would be psyched on this, the worst Star Wars character. The worst. That ever happened. Mm -hmm. There's not even really bad Star Wars characters, except for Jar Jar Binks. No, yeah, I freaking hate him. I hate him. Like, we just rewatched those movies, like, pretty recently, and I was like, this is almost fucking unbearable. They should just come out with slightly altered editions. And without him. Just lightsaber him, like... Right off the bat. Oh, Misa. Then, you know. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyways. The whole crowd would cheer, and... Our well, lives he doesn't would be have so to much die. Better. That sounds mean. I'm saying he's just not in it at all. Let's just give the people what they want. Lightsaber Jar Jar Binks. No, don't be mean like that. He's an innocent character. Well, okay, not really. Then he's just a dumbass, let but. him get run over by one of those giant, like, droid spaceships or something. And then just, you know, be done. You're not getting what I'm saying. You're not getting what I'm saying. I'm telling you're being you. Too rough. I'm telling you what the entire planet of Earth wants. Apparently not Larry Tudgman. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so Inner Lizzie still as Frankenstein is like sitting kind of sad and says, "Larry Tudgman's not real." Okay. <laughs> she says, "Okay, so I lost the election. No big." I just hope I didn't lose my friends. So we're at the Digital Bean. Lizzie's sitting at the table by herself. Miranda and Gordo come up, and Lizzie's surprised. Um, and yeah, they exchange a little bit of words. I didn't write it all down. And Lizzie just... And they say that they still voted for her, and she's, yeah, surprised by that too. And she keeps saying, like, I was a monster, blah, blah, blah. They keep calling her a monster. And then, you know, Gordo says, well, yeah, but, you know, um, you're our friend, plain and simple. So that's why they voted for her. And then they ask, like, why she's not with the drama club? And she says, I decided black isn't my color. And she's, like, giving them a glare, kind of. So then Larry walks into the digital bean, and everyone's chanting, Larry, Larry, mm-hmm. Larry. And he has his arms up. And then Gordo says, I did write down what he says here. He says, I guess in a way we've kind of won. Tudgman may eat worms, but he's not a cheerleader. And that's what started this whole thing, Remember? I mean, we wanted to stop the popular kids from running everything. Yeah. And then Lizzie confirms, like, that they, they don't totally hate her. And she asks them to make sure that if she ever acts that way again, to stuff her in a locker and not let her out until she comes to her senses. And then they all keep joking around and then they leave. And in her, Lizzie is wiping off her the green and taking off her Frankenstein look. And she says, like, and as they say or something, like, it's not easy being green. Something like that. And that's the end of that part. It does, the show ends with a B story though. And Matt now, because his parents found out that he was conning them, um, he's cleaning an invisible donkey 
because he had a, he made up an invisible friend to get stuff from them. So, anyways, he's cleaning an invisible donkey that the parents made. That up. the parents the parents made, made up an invisible donkey and made him give the invisible donkey a bath, a bath. in the backyard. And Lizzie, Gordon, Miranda are watching and laughing the whole time. And then because Matt is sick of everyone laughing at him, he starts spraying the parents with the hose. And as the parents are, like, trying to stop him, Lizzie dumps a bucket of water onto Gordo's head, and then a full-blown water soap fight breaks out between Mm -hmm. everyone. And that's the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, really quickly, I'm going to try and get through just kind of some fun talking points really fast, but we're kind of far into this, so I don't want to talk too much, but... Yeah, I was just going to say that I, I did that stuff. I Like I said, you know, made posters. I ran. I think I ran. Okay. Oh, yeah. The story I was going to tell was I ran for junior class president when I was a sophomore. And I think I did that actually because I was in drama class and I was friends with Stephanie at the time, Stephanie Burgess. And she was in ASB. And her and I and one of my other good friends, Kira, was in drama class together and stephanie i think was encouraging encouraging me about asb because i think i might have shown some interest so i was like cool so anyways decided to run for junior class president and little did i know that several other people were going to run too so there ended up being four of us running and there was a popular guy uh, i won't say his name but but anyways he was popular though he had a lot of friends and you know kind of the Claire of my story here and I was kind of the Lizzie I felt like of the story where I was like I was like oh I'm you know kind of normal regular you know I don't have like I'm not popular but you know and so I was but I was like yeah just kind of a regular person here <laughs> like maybe people will like me and the whole time we're very concerned about each other because I think we knew we were each other's like biggest competition so I was concerned with taking him down like the whole time and the other two people no offense to them. We're just not a thought in my brain. So do you go and do like smear campaigns against Claire? I feel like I'm, I don't know. No, I don't think even I did. Any, well, now I can't remember. I don't think so though. But I remember trying to like talk to people I thought would vote for him and like be like weird. Talk you know? crap on him. Not talk crap, but just trying to get them to vote Claire's for me. Claire's not actually six foot. Right. He puts lifts in his sneakers. <laughs> yeah. No, this guy was on the shorter side actually. But anyway, so point is, is this one guy who was totally not someone I was threatened by at all. He ends up winning, actually. And I think it's because me and that other guy split the votes of like the people that, you know what I mean? And so everyone else, they all voted for that guy, I guess. You know what I mean? And so anyway, that kid won. I got into ASB anyways, actually because of Stephanie Tate purely from her um just last minute because i i ended up trying to get a different kind of position where you have to be interviewed and stuff and i became the like the treasurer or something the asb treasurer anywho um and i just got lucky that i got that but anywho point is is the next year i ran for senior class vice president i didn't want to do president because i was afraid i would lose (laughs) um and oh you know why i didn't want to do president actually I was going to do president. I didn't because the class president, the senior class president specifically has to give a speech at graduation. And I was like, um, hell no. Uh, (laughs) um, Vice president, all you have to do is lead the Pledge of Allegiance at graduation. So that's all I had to do was get up on the podium and lead the Pledge of Allegiance. (laughs) That would probably still be pretty nerve wracking. 
It was, but since it was very, you know, I knew what to say because everyone, you know what I mean? Like You've been doing it since you were a little yeah, kid. Yeah, exactly. Then, you know, whatever. But, and it's actually kind of cool now because there's, you know, they take professional pictures. Like there's a photographer there taking pictures and there's a picture of me on the podium. So if you don't know what I'm doing up there, it kind of just looks like I'm being cool. And I love it because I have pictures of me at the podium and Gabby at the podium and TJ Moneymaker at the podium because he was a valedictorian and Gabby auditioned to be a class. One person gets to be like, give a speech at the graduation and you have to audition for it. Like, and Gabby amongst a lot of other people auditioned and she won. And so Gabby gave a speech that was chosen by us, her peers to do it. That's tight. Um, yeah. And so Gabby's at the podium, me and TJ. And I love that. I have pictures of all of us because I bought the legit picks of course mm-hmm. um so i got those somewhere but anywho point is, is i went for senior class vice president and obviously as i'm saying the story i won um i only ran against i think one uh other person and she was super cool i actually she was very very sweet very kind um i felt kind of bad to like beat her out but <laughs> <laughs> she was very cool but um but when she tripped you laughed your ass off oh hell yeah you know no i remember being but Came we did just short ha 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 we did have to give speeches or like to people to get people to vote for you. We had to give a speech at like lunch and stuff and get on like a podium at the, the stage at lunch while people are eating. That was kind of nerve wracking. Um, and I was, I was known for being kind of a mumbly person. Like people made fun of me a lot. It was like a funny thing people liked about me, but it was also, yeah, like I tend to was worse than tended to mumble. Um, especially if I was like nervous, obviously. So I think that was what also helped me win because people thought I was funny um, at the party. <laughs> uh, anyways, I was trying to remember what we did in ASB because you and I were talking about kind of, you know, getting into this stuff at that age, you know, how she's like running and stuff, what that kind of means. And I was confirming with Coral, my sister ended up being in ASB too later. But yeah, basically the whole point was, I mean, yeah, we did. We were in charge of like all the fun events. So rallies, we were in charge of all rallies, you know, um, um, dances. We were very heavily responsible. Like that was us, you know, in the dances. And so, you know, yeah, we had like a budget. We had to be very like, we had to approve things. And honestly, anything that anyone tried to buy for anything had to go through us and we had to approve it. Um, so we would sit in a circle and read them off and yeah, approve what people were trying to get. And um and yeah so i was just gonna tell you that because you were asking and you know yeah so i remember us making a lot of posters for a lot of things always hanging posters up all over the school for whatever the hell we had going on see i was watching this episode and sort of remembering just a little bit about this stuff when i was in high school and the gist that i got when i was in high school was that part of the whole election thing was so Uh, kids would practice participating in elections and sort of go through the motions and, you know, pay attention to your candidates and people have to, you know, actually try to act like candidates. But this episode and in school too, nobody normal won. Nobody won because they were going to actually do anything. And, And that was like, as soon as Lizzie was running, like that was one of the things Gordo says, like, mcguire on fire it basically just didn't mean anything right right you know and Mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. and it just kind of bummed me out because if like the idea is to teach kids to participate in elections 
but then at the same time we basically teach them to vote for people for all the wrong reasons it's like are we fucking up by doing this stuff yeah like do you win by eating worms or do you win by being popular right neither of those are reasons right right Mm -hmm. you know all right anyway so yeah let's let's wrap up but um i just wanted to say that you know i did this stuff and i thought it was fun and yeah watching the episode reminds me of doing that kind of stuff yeah it's weird but um and i didn't do this stuff and this episode reminds me why i hate politicians yeah okay womp womp you're making me sound like a bad guy here i'm not making you sound like anything i'm just being a wet blanket over here all on my own yeah well i'm like i did this and it was cool and you're like this reminds me of bleh and i hated you i didn't say anything about you (laughs) But it just shows me that you would have hated me. Also false. <laughs> I had friends that were in ASB. Really? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Um, all right, really quick. Last thing I'm going to say is I did make an email finally. So if anyone wants to submit <laughs> stories, if you have any stories you don't care, I share that I share on here. Yeah, and I can make it anonymous or not, you know, whatever you want. But um, Or if you have any questions that you think would be funny for Ask Lizzie. And again, they're not serious questions. <laughs> they're supposed so supposed to be silly but um the email is what dreams are made of podcast at gmail.com i would have just done what dreams are made of but apparently someone took that which kind of annoyed me i'm like really oh, you don't want to throw like the arbitrary number on the end what dreams are made of five five thirteen yeah <laughs> no i didn't want to do that i should have done what dreams are made of 2001 since that's when the show was made mm-hmm. Actually, I should have done when the movie was made because that's when the song is from. But anyways, or I should have done my birthday year. Like mm-hmm. that's what people do really with their yeah. emails. Okay, anyways. But no, I did what dreams are made of podcast. That wasn't taken, so whatever. Um, at gmail.com. So yeah. And this, the next episode that you can at this point submit any relatable stories is... I think uh, Bad Girl Maguire, pretty sure, is the no, next No, you got to do two episodes ahead. No, that is. Next week, I already told people to submit for I Do, I Don't. Uh, so I'm saying for the next one, that will be listened to on here. You're dialed. Yeah. So anyways, Bad Girl Maguire, which is a great episode, but it's about Lizzie getting detention for the first time. So anyway. I hate that episode. I have a love-hate relationship with it, but I'll get into that when we get to that episode. But anyways, um, okay. So yeah, thanks. Uh, Ryan for doing this on your birthday weekend no problem and tune in in two weeks to hear why I hate that episode (laughs) yeah thank you uh, for listening and yeah this has been Chelsea and Ryan and like Gordo says I'd rather be a good person than look good in a picture